TikTok is going to decline and YouTube is going to steal TikTok's attention. Um, and so this is- You gotta um, elaborate on that. On this one a little bit. But but I think that basically what what Instagram Reels tried to do was stealing the, the short form. Welcome to the Social Media Church Podcast. I'm Neil Smith, joined by my good friend, Aaron Magnuson. Aaron, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Nils. Uh, it's good to be back. We're, we're happy to be back with our people, uh, people that in a lot in our headspace, we've never left. You've always been in our heads uh, and we always think about you. And uh, yeah, we've just been in a 2023 or excuse me, 2022 was a really busy season, uh, Nils, for, for both of our families. Uh, and we're, we're going to give it a go here in 2023. We're excited to be back. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And you, and you've started a new job, uh, and you're living in a new state. Uh, yes. So I, uh, I give you extra grace. Uh, I don't have as much excuse other than just I'm 40 now. So I'm older and have less energy, uh, for the labors of love, uh, that, that I, I'd invest yeah. into, but, but I, I do, uh, want to communicate. This is a deep love. Uh, and it's that we are deeply invested in and something that we are prioritizing too in, in 2023 and a regret we have uh, <clears throat> for going a bit quiet in 2022. Um, so we want to finish the year strong and talk yes. a little bit of recap on 2022 and some of the things we saw um, in our, you know, uh, season of consulting and work and uh, living, you know, as you're, you're now working in tech. Uh, so what, what were some things we saw trend-wise in 2022 that are, uh, I think, going to trickle into 23 and some of those predictions um, with 2023. So we're intentionally not having Kenny Jang this year, uh, but I, I have no doubt he's going to engage online and let us yes. know where we're wrong uh, and we'll let him know where we're right. Uh, and That's so right. Kenny, we we're going to have to do a, a response podcast. It's a tradition of Kenny on this episode, uh, but this year we're, gonna, we're just going to leave Kenny out uh, because uh, we can't. Um, he's, so, he's loud sorry. enough on social media. We can. <laughs> He'll be a part of the conversation, uh, whether he's on, yeah, on the episode he will. or not. So, Aaron, as you look at 22, what what are some of the trends? What are some of the things that you noticed or happened uh, that, that you feel like highlight 2022 for you on social media? Yeah. Uh, community is still important. Community yeah. is still what churches continue to try and solve. Where does our digital community, where's, what is our digital footprint? Uh, all of those things. That conversation is still important. Social media still is a part of everybody's strategy. Uh, you, you can't get off of social media, uh, nor should you. Um, there's definitely a lot of fruit to, to grow there as well as to be harvested. Uh, as far as where that is happening, um, Instagram is obviously uh, still... Uh, on top. Uh, and I would say there's obviously a lot of uh, upside to TikTok. And I think we see that uh, with ministries. I don't know that churches have necessarily figured out the, the best ways uh, to execute on TikTok. But as far as like people um, and like individual, I think I'm seeing more individual like yeah. pastors uh, and not pastors of large churches, like their, their church is online only. 
uh, and also not like a DJ Soto. So I think, I guess I'm answering the question in a way of like, we've seen new versions of online church come up. Uh, yes. And what is church and what is discipleship and how does that work? And these are all things that I think um, the church has always tried to answer in the new age. And I would say that those answers don't involve something that doesn't involve social media. Uh, obviously, YouTube, I don't know whether that counts as social media or not. YouTube is still uh, doing what it's doing. Yes. Um, but maybe maybe a lesser known one that has popped more on my radar, probably as I've been exposed to new people and new spaces doing different things, but still seeing its relevance for this audience in the church is LinkedIn. And I know that's not new for you, Nils, yeah. uh, and n people like Nils and, and Kenny. We'll, we'll throw Kenny uh, some, some love here. Um, LinkedIn is a place that has been talked about historically. I think similar to TikTok, similar but different. Uh, that one's a little bit harder to integrate for the church in terms yeah. of what what does our spot look like on there. Um, yeah. But I know that, uh, well, we won't go into predictions uh, quite yet, but I know that um, the last one that got a lot of attention this year, and I think uh, it's going to be easy to move into to predictions and, and what we, we see for the future, but Twitter. Twitter would be the last uh, spot um, that I, I noticed a lot of things happening, obviously. I uh, don't know how you couldn't. Um, yes. just with, uh, Mr. Mr. Musk, um, purchasing and what is it going to become? And, uh, can he do to Twitter what he's done to every other organization that he's grabbed his hands on? Um, and what does that mean? And how do we strategize around that? And how do we look at that? And so good news, uh, you, you found the right podcast to, to help navigate those waters and help wade through. Wow. Um, I realized that I leave that LinkedIn one a little bit half baked, but I think, uh, 2023 will have better answers for how to leverage uh, LinkedIn. But, but Nils, what, what did you notice uh, in your, in your 2022? Yeah. You know, I mean, LinkedIn is where I actually spent a lot of time uh, as I was invited to be like a LinkedIn creator, especially on crypto. So right. I spent a lot of time on the platform. I, I still don't see a whole lot of ministry opportunity on LinkedIn. Um, and so it's not a platform that I encourage a lot of churches um, to be on, I do think there's an opportunity though to build community and groups and connect professionally. What, what about the staff though? What what about like from a professional standpoint? Uh, and maybe spend a little bit of time here. But I know that especially for those people who are listening that yeah. oversee the online space of your church, that can be yeah. a lonely place sometimes. And I don't necessarily see Facebook groups being the answer to how that's solved. But as far as like. What are people doing like the like the business side of church employee yeah. to employee? What about that lens yeah. through LinkedIn? I just don't see it happening on LinkedIn yet. And that's where I do think it can happen, like with LinkedIn groups and some other things as people are building connections on LinkedIn, because LinkedIn holistically outside of church leaders, there's a lot of networking and people that are connecting with peers in their space. I just don't see it happening a whole lot among pastors, ministry leaders yet. Uh, so that's thing I think could happen, but I, but I, I wouldn't even put it in a top five uh, for churches. I think the new platform that got a lot of attention uh, was Be Real, uh, as a lot of people jumped on to Be Real. Did you hop on there, Nils? I, I hopped on there. I I, I kind of pretty quickly was like, I don't I don't really like it. I don't really see uh, a, a, an opportunity here uh, for ministry and uh, for the organizations that I support. And so I'll pay attention to it. I'll understand how it works. And if I see it begin to catch traction, I'll give it more attention. And I think it already faded before I even needed to give it much attention. But hey, when when I see a trend happening, I'm going to jump on it and at least give it a, 
few hours to tinker and, and play with. So, but that yep. was, and it's not gone. Uh, but I, I just, I, I think it, you know, 23, it will disappear uh, for the most part. Um, but, and I could be wrong. It could still, uh, you know, have a, have a big surge. You know, I would say, I would say it's kind of, you know, what, what really took effect in 2022 was, was short form vertical video. Uh, so, and that's where you look at TikTok reels, YouTube shorts, um, as that, and I just, I just think about all the conversations I had with, uh, the ministry clients that I serve, uh, that it was that it's how do we create now, most of them are focused on reels, which I think was a good place to focus, uh, the repurposing to TikTok, which I was glad to see them embracing. Um, and now we're seeing this, you know, kind of surge onto YouTube shorts and you're able to create one piece of content that can be used for three different platforms, really four with Facebook as well. I, I would say what, what continued to happen in 2022 is Facebook continued to die. Um, and I think the excuses of Facebook's not dying, it's it's dying. Um, and it has some unique purposes with groups, yeah. but I don't see a whole lot of engagement there as we did a couple of years ago. Uh, it has, you know, I think Marketplace is actually maybe the most significant feature that people are using on Facebook. But for churches, um, unless you're a church that's 60 plus almost exclusively, you probably don't need to be spending a ton of time on Facebook. And so Facebook, which was king a couple of years ago, and I kept telling churches, don't abandon it yet. Don't abandon it yet. Now it's like, I, I still wouldn't abandon it, but I definitely wouldn't give it much attention. Uh, and Instagram, I believe, kind of hit that peak in 22 to where it's like, look, you're not going to grow a whole lot more organically on Instagram um, from what I can see. Uh, they've really done a good job, I think, to pivot to Reels to catch up to TikTok. But it's not like when Instagram copied Snapchat and stole stories and then just brought it to the masses. TikTok brought it to the masses before Reels could catch traction. So yes. I, I think there's a lot of questions, you know, as we look to 23, what happens. But I would say short form vertical video. And then my highlight of 22 was Elon Musk buying Twitter. I love Twitter. Um, I like Jack Dorsey, who was the People previous do. CEO. Uh, but but look, I would typically tell ministries like Twitter is not worth, you know, Twitter has been in decline uh, for the past four or five years. Uh, and yeah. it's a niche news platform with a lot less engagement than the other platforms. Yeah. And so it, it had a purpose, uh, but it shouldn't be a priority where now Twitter, since Musk has taken over, all of a sudden has more engagement than it's ever had, more attention yep. than it's ever had. Uh, and he has a very clear plan to take it to a billion active users. Um, and you know what? He might do it, he might not. Uh, but at the end yeah. of the day, what we're often looking for is is attention. And at the end of the day, Elon's right. getting a lot of attention to the platform. And, and I think what you always kind of have to balance when it comes to organic social media is we're going to get attention um, where there's basically less content than there is yes. content consumption. And that's because what happens is like on Instagram, and that's the tough part now is lots of people on Instagram, lots of creators on Instagram. Uh, and so no, there used to be a time when I could get to the end of my feed. Oh, yeah. I already saw this post. Yes. I saw this one. Yeah. You remember that? Like you, the, oh. the sense of completion, the dopamine hit, right? And this is to your point. Yeah. There was more attention than yes. content being created. And yes. if you're listening to this, you remember the days where you could get to, I think you actually still can. It gives you like a little notification or something you've caught up. I, I don't I know if you, yeah, you probably follow so many people. I, I yes. think you actually can, but um, I think I've done it accidentally maybe once or twice. But yeah, but yeah to your point, 
there was not the flood of content. And now when there's the flood of content, there's ads, there's all these yeah. things. And it's not inherently ads, but but it's essentially what you're saying. Every single time, Instagram has to make a decision. Do I make money and show them an ad or do I show them a piece of content that is not making me, the entity, meta money? So the platform, Aaron, and you, and you highlighted it, so repeating what you said, the platform that, that, that most significantly, I'd say, impacted churches in 23, and I think churches are really doing a good job on it, and that's YouTube. Uh, I think when I see the creativity and thumbnails, I think the production quality of video, um, and and I think churches are really a church sermon is really optimal for YouTube and what they're looking for of highly engaging long form content um, and video content, and so I and also think, short form like and, YouTube and now, also short form with the shorts, yeah. right? Like yes. every so, platform, right? And, and I think I don't think Twitter is any different. Like, and, and by the I way, it's going to become that way as they've talked about bringing Vine back. But I think YouTube is where churches that leaned into YouTube in 21 and 22 are seeing the fruits of that now. Um, and I don't think it's too late to get into YouTube. So if you're not feeling, don't feel like you have good traction. Uh, but the reality is, is people are watching YouTube on their phone. They're watching it on their television. It's the place to live stream. Um, it is the place for video. Um, Nils, can we just can we just talk about that for a second on this mentality yeah. of it's too late? Like where does this mentality come from of oh I missed I missed the wave. It's over. I missed it. The that has never been true. It's not too late to get an email account. It's not too late to get a website. Still not too late too late to get on YouTube. Yeah. Like, do people understand how big the internet is? The internet is so big. It is yeah. so big. It's not too late. But, uh, it's too late to build a church building and have a and have a congregation come up. It's not too late. It's not too late. It's not too it's, late. It's it's not too late, but it it, it does become too late. And and I think you well, know, elaborate I, I saw, on that. Like where I does it it's too late to get on Facebook. If you if okay. you're not on Facebook, sure. it's too late. It was too late a few years ago to get on MySpace. And, and and I think essentially and I would even say it's not too late. But it's too late to really get on Instagram and grow on Instagram. That uh, that is true. What if you're coming with a community like like here? But here, like we're thinking about the holistic strategy here, right? Yeah. Like you have a ten, you have attention from a congregation. Let's say that because yeah. that that's that's. I'm going to assume we're not talking to. I'm an evangelist, and God called me to evangelize, and I'm going to go grow yeah. a grow a, a, an influencer following on right. So there. What, what we are noticing, though, is there is still a communal piece to like uh, you, you did a great example. And I don't even think this was like probably 21, probably 2020, honestly. But Hillsong, yeah. New York yes. uh, has the Instagram for the for their kids ministry, yep. which was a vital community component for yep. you and your wife to get information on what was happening in kids church this weekend. And so if you do already have attention, there is like a natural like community information passing piece where yeah. it would not be too late. To say, hey, okay, you can get all your updates on Instagram. Make sure you follow us here. Yeah. Um, but as far as organic growth, like if the evangelism and the mission piece, yeah, you you missed the boat on that. Um, but not on YouTube. So so thank you for yeah. elaborating and on I that. That's, that's true. Where, and I think that's where most people are wanting to use social media as a front door to their church. And I think that's a wise strategy. I think there's aspects of fellowship and discipleship that can happen on social media. Uh, but for the most part, I think it's it's the best front door for just about anything, and I think that's where TikTok has become the the best front door in this in this past year uh, when it comes to just virality. 
uh, and YouTube, you know, because YouTube being the second largest search engine um, and people that were kind of optimizing their titles and thumbnails and, and having and putting up good content saw good traction on YouTube. So yeah. I think 22 was a good year of growth and maturity on social media. Um, and, and just some- Can I say, say one more thing on, on yeah. 22? Because yeah. you were talking about TikTok. I, I think I saw this today. Uh, actually from, from our team, our, this was an internal conversation that we we're having with our, our team here at Amplify and they were, they had pulled up an, an article that, um, TikTok is looking to go to wide. So, so like the reverse, right? Everyone's trying to catch up to TikTok with short form yeah. vertical. They're, they're looking to go to like a horizontal YouTube yes. vibe. Yes. And what that correlated in my head is, uh, we've had him on the podcast. I'll shout out uh, one of my good buddies, Sam, right? Working with him at Shoreline City Church. Uh, I didn't, he was my introduction to TikTok being a learning platform. So we've all talked about YouTube university, right? Well, TikTok is the short form universe. Maybe it's the, the associate's degree yeah. version of, of YouTube, right? Where, but you're learning something in 15 seconds or 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, and so I just think it's interesting that education is what's driving the two biggest platforms, TikTok and YouTube, discovery, yeah. learning, enrichment, adding value to your life, not mindlessly losing away. And I do think that's what separates those two platforms from Instagram. I'm not watching real, I'm watching cat videos. And how old do I sound? Oh my gosh. I'm watching cat video. My wife and I are sending cat videos to each other in the Instagram DMs. Uh, but, 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 the edu but education is happening on YouTube. Education is happening on TikTok. And I think that is something we can't overlook. That's something, that's a trend I noticed in 2022, yes. where there's this discovery of, and, and enrichment that's happening on these two platforms that cannot be passed by or overlooked. Yeah, well, and I want to highlight an old episode uh, now because you're basically what you're talking about is Nick Vujicic, uh, one of our clients, is the uh, most engaged faith channel on TikTok, as far as I'm aware. Um, and 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 Micah, uh, who's been on the podcast, is is really on his team, just an incredible creative. He has his own TikTok that I saw is almost a half a half a million, you know, uh, followers yeah. on his account, but just doing an incredible job in leaning into that platform and reaching the next generation. Um, and so I think they've really set a bar for other ministries and Nick has done that for many years. Uh, I want to plug Aaron uh, in the middle of this. We, uh, we have begun to do this more uh, and we want everyone to know um, that, that uh, this podcast is run and managed uh, and sponsored by Amplify Social Media, our uh, social media marketing agency uh, where we help ministries run social media. So if you have a hard time, you know, like, okay, yeah, I know I need to do YouTube, but I don't have time. That's why Amplify exists. Yeah. Uh, there are some churches where we- Or your podcast. All or, of their social yeah. media, their podcasts, their, you know, YouTube channel, all of those things. Um, or we just help them, you know, create some graphics or edit some videos um, and, and respond to comments and messages. So we're here to help your church. If your church needs help getting your hands in the dirt, hands on keyboard, uh, running your social media. That's why Amplify Social Media exists. Uh, so as I got into consulting ministries, uh, I often ran into like, that's great, but I can't do that. Uh, right. And so that's where it's kind of like, okay, we got to build a structure to help 
these ministries actually do what we're talking about doing. That's right. Um, so that's it's about I- time we give credit because Nils, too often somebody's reaching out to me thinking that I'm the one or you're the one that's creating yeah. the graphics for social media church on Instagram. We're not the ones sending out the emails. Hey, newsflash, we're not even the ones writing the emails. Like, like yes. we are literally talking into a mic, passing that off and everything else that you see by the time it hit your hands, it did. Not, it's not from our lips to your ears. It is uh, passed through the hands of our team uh, yes. at Amplify. So if you're wondering, well, I wonder what like what churches do they work with? You can yep. just start by looking at everything the social media church does, uh, <laughs> and and you can look at that church first. And that's yep. our team. Huge yeah. shout so, out to them. Uh, Incredible Amplify, team. Amplifysocial uh, is our website. So Amplifysocial uh, and check out our website and fill out the contact form, and we'll set up a call and share more about how how we can help. Uh, so yeah, check check that out. Let's talk about 2023, uh, 2023, Aaron, what just, what, maybe we take turns making some predictions. What's a prediction that you have for 2023 and social media? Uh, I'm going to take the cheese, the easy, the easy one that we're both most excited about. Twitter, Twitter is going to make the comeback that Nil Smith has been arguing with Kenny Jang about for years, yes. for years. We all thought Twitter was dead. It is not, uh, there it is it's coming back it's going to come back in some way shape or form and your church is going to be able to leverage it in a way that maybe it hasn't before i think rightly so churches have paused the attention on it uh i also want to double tap on that and say i think this is why it's unwise to ever complete like uh delete an account or like just completely get rid of because i can't imagine churches that were like yeah, we got a hundred thousand followers now what who cares it's you know for the past five years it's been nothing uh, let that thing collect dust. It's okay to not pay attention to something because there's always yeah. the off chance that it's going to come back. And now all of a sudden, 100,000 followers, you have the leg up in the game. Um, yeah. And for churches that haven't started, yeah, now's the resurgence where you might be yeah. able to catch another wave. Yeah. I, so I think Twitter. that's exactly right. Is, is if there's a wave to catch, Twitter is going to be that wave now. And, and I think we know it's risky to catch waves because it's unknown. Um, is it going to crash? Is it going to crest? Is it going to, you know, like we're, we're, what's, what's about to happen with this swell yes. that's forming. Um, and so we, we don't know, uh, but I'm with you. I, I, I think if, if the first 90 days of 23, uh, I'm telling every ministry that I work with, I would be focused most with new attention on Twitter uh, because I think that's where your best traction opportunity will be organically. Um, and, and where I would shift is probably from Facebook and some of that attention that has been so prioritized on Instagram, I would shift testing into Twitter. Um, but don't go, don't go deleting your Facebook now. Like say, yeah. so this is the practical use case, right? Just, just let it collect dust. Don't, don't kill it. You know, yes. don't, don't shut it off. Don't turn it off. Keep it. Uh, yes. who knows? Maybe we'll have a, a meta, a meta resurgence. I don't know. That's really hard to see now, but it's really hard to see Twitter being anything, uh, you know, a few years ago outside of the, the few people on there that just had an absolutely incredible network and were in cover like a Jay Cranda, right? Like if you want to understand how to use it, go, go look at Jay. Um, yes. just absolutely crushing it on Twitter as, as an individual. Um, but, and he never left and, and you never left Nils. I never left. Um, yes. But so don't do that with Facebook either. Just let it collect dust. That one I have a harder time seeing a path forward just because there are so many other things. But maybe, who knows? But Nils, you, you got I think another that's one? A great, great perspective. Just let it collect dust. Yeah, my next one is going to be that TikTok 
is going to decline and YouTube is going to steal TikTok's attention. Um, and so this is- You got to elaborate on that. On this one a little bit. But but I think that basically what what Instagram Reels tried to do was stealing the, the short form, just like they did with stories from Snapchat. I think Instagram is failing. And I say failing, they are not having the success that they had hoped with that uh, same strategy of stealing functionality. YouTube, on the other hand, is doing the exact same thing. I think YouTube will have the success that Instagram hasn't had um, because I think they are the platform that people are going to for video and they already have such significant attention in video where people are used to looking at photos with Instagram and they were forced into, and then they kind of got used to, to, to stories. Uh, but I just don't think that the that Reels has gained the, the traction. The other reason that I think that YouTube is going to succeed in this is YouTube has figured out how to attract creators and pay creators for their content. They've announced that in, in January, creators can start getting paid for shorts. Well, I think that's going to attract more masses into uh, watching both short form and long form content in YouTube. And that's going to steal attention from TikTok uh, because I think they're going to basically creators are going to flip from TikTok to YouTube. Um, so, yeah, so that's my, that's my like, more bold prediction because you, TikTok has had such success. Yes. It, and a lot of people think TikTok is going to die because the government is going to shut it down. I don't think, I don't think that's the case. I mean, I think the government is going to, to change some policies around it, but I think TikTok doesn't want to lose American attention uh, or the Western, you know, kind of attention um, that that America is going to likely just kind of define yeah. what what some of those those policies are going to be from a data privacy standpoint. Uh, so I don't think it will get shut down, but I do think that concerns about privacy will be affected. But I think even more so, just YouTube creating a better attracting more creators is going to be what's going to shift that attention. So I'm, that's where I think if YouTube was important in twenty two. I think it's even more important in 23. And what was important in 22 was regular videos, titles, thumbnails, all that. Now I think it's adding shorts to your content strategy. Uh, I was talking to a church yesterday, Aaron, um, who, who felt like their pastor wanted to do three reels a week um, and shorts, you know, reels is what they were looking at. And I was like, yeah, you can do that for TikTok, you know, all that. And they're like, that's just too much. And I'm like, no, it's, it's too little. I think you should be doing at least five a week. Um, and so, and that's tough. Um, yes, that is tough. Edit, uh, because you're capturing in horizontal and then you got to cut it for yep. vertical or you got to create unique content for those, those, that short form vertical video. Um, but yeah, I, I think, think five, five is conservative, right? Like I, I'll, I won't not, not to scare anybody. So I'm going to give you a chance to plug your ears or take your, your AirPod out if you need to do that right now in this moment. But you referenced Jonah earlier who helps Nick Vujicic yes. with all, with all of his, yes. um, TikToks. He, so he goes out a little bit before Nick. So he does testing on his own profile and then he basically finds all the stuff that falls flat and has Nick do it and it works. Uh, yeah. he was, uh, he was showing an example of, um, of, uh, so he made some joke about, uh, Mary 
having a baby named Jesus. And so does that mean Mary had a little lamb? Yeah. Uh, Jesus being the lamb of God, right? He said it. He said that fell flat on his TikTok. He had Nick do the same thing on his yeah. TikTok and it blew up. Yeah. Now, Jonah, as an experiment, so this song, I gave you a chance to pull your ear, AirPods out. Um, as an experiment, he is trying to post 10 a day. A day. 10 a day. Wow. Uh, and so I, I, I just now, you know, not trying to create problems here for your ministry. I don't think your ministry needs to be here, hear it from me first. You don't need to do 10 a day. Uh, however, I do think you're, you need, whatever the number is, you need to be thinking more than that to your point, Nils, not less. Yeah. Uh, your big number isn't big enough. Um, and by the way, all the stuff we're talking about is repurposed. If every platform truly wants short form vertical video, good yep. news. You can basically use that one thing you created for all of your posts that day, right? Yes. Uh, and so I, it's encouraging that all of the platforms are craving the same content. And yep. that should be a, an, an encouragement, not a discouragement. Um, to, to double down, you know, double dip, triple dip. Yeah. So, so our two predictions are... Um, Twitter and YouTube in short. Mine feels so lame. Can I just call everyone thinking right now is just like, oh yeah, Aaron, Aaron basically took Nils's first one and then Nils actually had a prediction on the second one. No, no, uh, no. I think it's, I think it's a good prediction because I don't think, I feel like I'm, I'm, I've been blasting the horn on Twitter. Uh, but, but I, but I really don't think that most people are paying attention to Twitter. So I'm glad. I'm glad you affirmed that. I do want to give though. <laughs> I'm glad to... you said my idea is essentially what Nils is saying. Guys, want... if you're curious who the real genius in this relationship is, it's the guy with no hair. Uh, and he's, <laughs> he's really smart. More experience uh, proven by my hairline. Of, uh, and I've had enough failures in, in social oh, media. Experiments. And, and the truth is like, I could be so wrong on both of these TikTok could go to 2 billion active users this year sure. uh, and crush and YouTube shorts could just be like, cause I could totally see YouTube. Like we don't need that. Like this is, this is what we do well. And we're going to do that and let TikTok have that short form audience. We, we like having the long form and Twitter 100%. could go, go where most people think it's going to go and just die um, yeah. and, and, and file bankruptcy soon because it's a mess. Uh, yeah. So, so it could, both of our predictions I think have, a good opportunity to fail and both have a good opportunity, I think, to succeed. Aaron, can, can I float one out here by myself, yeah. by my own, without it. without without Daddy Nils uh, holding okay. my hand? Um, okay. I I and, and it's hard it's hard to articulate. I think something will form. What I, I think what what's missing out of everything that we've said and what's missing in social media and what churches are craving the most as well is where does our community go? Where does where does digital community actually happen? I think Web three actually has a, has the best answer out of the two out of Web two and out of yeah. Web one. Um, and so I I think that there's something that will start to form in 2023 as it pertains to a commute a place for community that will stick for the long haul. You might not notice it in 2023, but it's going to start in 2023. Okay. I like that. I mean, I would, I would just call it discord. Um, but you don't but, think discord slowed, slowed its role. Like I, I feel like, I feel like either we are way early on discord or it's yeah. not actually going to hit. Maybe. I, it, it does. It, it, it has, it has slowed. Uh, there, there's no doubt about that. I think a lot of that having to do with even just crypto has slowed and NFTs 
have slowed. Um, I like that prediction. And By the I, way, I don't. Discord is not what I'm predicting. Is the Web three? I think Web three is going to birth something because Discord is still like a Web two deal. I feel like yeah. I think yeah. Web three is going to birth something that solves the pain point of where does community happen on the internet in a meaningful way that churches are trying to create, and that'll be that'll start here in 2023. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna add a prediction too. That hurts me to say because I've been saying the opposite for too long. 2023 Ooh. is not going to be the year for the metaverse in churches <laughs> or for VR in churches. I love virtual reality. I think Apple is is supposed to release their headset in 23. Um, that said, um, it, it it I saw a lot of churches jump in in 21 and get really excited about having a metaverse campus. It just isn't. It's too early. Uh, it's still too early for most churches. I think it's still it's an opportunity for some churches, uh, but it is not. You don't need to be in the metaverse yet, um, and that's not where you need to be getting people to go hang out. Um, it's too early for the metaverse. So that's just a, a piece of advice. I want, to, or I say piece of advice, so like that's that's a prediction and a recommendation of don't don't spend your time here and ignore some of my old conversations where it's like it's coming soon. Uh, I. Just pause I don't ignore them. Just pause them. Pause them. I do think I do. I think it's coming, but it's still like it's just slow. And even when the Apple headset comes out, it's going to take time for people to buy it and and use it and get used to it. Um, and so it's it's just not here yet, uh, and there's not enough engagement. So the other advice, though, Aaron, that I want to I want to really encourage leaders around is to create. Two things here. One is create a space in your church, in your offices, or in your house um, that you can create from in between Sundays. Um, and I think this yes. is, you know, uh, this is a really, it might even be your stage at your church. You can just flip the camera on and record something, but have a space that you can capture content. Maybe it's a podcast. Maybe it's just some quick videos. Maybe it's announcement videos. Uh, but, but I think, I think it's a lot of these, even TikToks that we're talking about or YouTube shorts is a lot of just pastors, ministry leaders sitting down just with, with talking head content for yeah. their churches in between Sundays. So it's not just sermon clips. Yeah. And I would, uh, I would say just, also like not even, uh, it's also not just for your senior pastor, by the way. Uh, 100%. can I, a, a, a friend of ours, uh, your friend first, Nils, uh, you actually introduced us when we were in California, Nick Ovalle, great friend of the podcast, incredible man, uh, incredibly smart. When he was at Sandals and when he was giving yes. me a tour of Sandals Church, uh, yep. the, he, this was back in 2019, okay? So so years yep. ago. They had a space that was set up exactly what you're talking about. It wasn't a Joe Rogan podcast studio. It wasn't a yep. separate room. It was literally a space in their attic, Yeah, right? Their church's attic where anybody on staff, so if the kids team had to come in or, or a, a kids pastor or a youth pastor or you know the community pastor, think anybody who would have yes. any sort of a message, they could come and flip on a switch. All the cameras would turn on. The lighting would be perfect. There'd be a nice little backdrop and they could record and create 
content. Yeah. When Nils is talking about have a space where you can create content, it's not a Joe Rogan podcast studio. That would be awesome if you did that. Yeah. If you had the budget and you created that, I think you should have that too. And you should have a few of those rooms, by the way. But yes. you should also have a space where any staff member or anybody in your, your volunteer, whatever, does not have to know anything about lighting, audio, nothing. And they can just flip a, flip a switch and record content. And that is how you get more content recorded and not worry about, well, how do we create more reels? How do we post 10 a day? Well, you can have 10 people record a piece of content, uh, yes. right? Instead of one person, the one videographer that's already overworked and everything, right? Because I've worked yes. in churches. I know this. There's never enough videographers. That's what Nils is talking about. And so yes. uh, I'm hoping that light bulbs and ideas are going off right now where it's you just have to set it up and anybody has permission to go and do it and use it. Yes. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I think that's if there's if there's a piece of advice going into 23, uh, where are you able to flip a switch and capture content yep. quickly, yep. easily? And, and I'm talking my my dad has a church of 100 people in Cleveland, yep. Texas. My dad needs to have a space like that. And I work with churches with 50,000 people, you know, like they need yep. a space like that or spaces like that. Spaces. Yeah. Uh, but, but I think that it is to your point of uh, it could be the pastor's office could be there, you know, but you've got a place where you can just quickly uh, and and capture content on a tripod with some good lighting uh, and good totally. audio and, and have that ready to get to somebody that's going to edit um, and can get it up quickly. So yeah, that's 23 is going to be that. a good year, big year, big opportunity. This is the beauty of social media today is it's not like this was like television back in the day where, or radio where only a few people could use these channels. Anyone anywhere, any budget, any space, like this is an opportunity for every church of every size uh, to go and maximize these opportunities that are right in front of us. And so it's the opportunities have never been greater. Uh, and so I'm fired up about this year and social media and the ride that's ahead. And that's yeah, right. we're gonna keep having conversations here. And Nils and I are going to be here with you the whole year. We're oh, not yeah. going to go radio silent. We're going to be here with you talking about this, strategizing, figuring this out. Uh, and we can even be here in a more intimate way. Nils, you mentioned yeah. the um, Amplify social media team that we have. Uh, if you are like, oh yeah, we actually need that kind of help. Not everybody needs that help. We, we're upfront about that. Uh, some people do, but yeah. we haven't talked about it on here and we're doing you a disservice by not. So uh, if you need that kind of help, you can also reach out to us that way. Yeah, yeah. So to get show notes for this episode, uh, to get on our email list, uh, to get some other resources, go to our website, socialmedia.church. Uh, everything is there uh, and share this podcast with a friend, leave a rating, leave a review. Uh, and we can't wait to talk to you again in 2023. Hope you have great Christmas, uh, great new year, and we will talk to you again in 2023. Thanks for listening.